a very warm welcome to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast with your host, Paul Lowe. Paul offers wisdom, insights and tips for living a healthy, meaningful, purposeful life. On the back of overcoming extreme adversity, Paul has a proven track record of achieving life-enhancing results. He offers empowering advice and guidance to help people develop a mindset for success so that they can live with more happiness and prosperity. Through his Mastering the Game of Life podcast and books, Paul also helps people to get their own inspirational messages and powerful stories out into the world, as well as being involved in supporting many charitable organisations in their development, fundraising and projects. Hello listeners and welcome to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode. In this episode, we're going to be focusing on our book of the same name, Mastering the Game of Life, which features 20 global co-authors sharing their inspirational stories of transformation. A pleasure to introduce a gentleman from my own town of Nottingham in England, UK, a guy by the name of Gary Clark. Gary, very warm welcome to you. Yeah, good morning, Paul. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine, thanks. Everything's good. The sun's shining. and um, I was about to say, the sun's shining. It's a lovely day in Nottingham. And the main thing is we're breathing and we're here to tell the tale. We're here to tell a story or two. And that's exactly, Gary, what you and I and 18 others have done in this this amazing book, isn't it? Massive yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, can't, wait. can't wait to read it. I want to focus in a bit, Gary, tease the listeners. I think that's the right word. Tease the listeners around your particular story. There are seasons before us. Start us off and tell us what that's all about. Uh, well, basically, as a young lad, uh, I chose the wrong path in life. Um, I was being brought up really well. You know, I had the world at my feet, really. I was playing played cricket, football, just a usual teenager, really. And uh, I always liked my football. And uh, I got into the wrong side of things. And... Um, uh, for about 20, 30 years, uh, uh, completely went down the wrong path in life. Uh, um, so it's about my story. Is about how I've turned it round from being at, being in prison and being at the bottom uh, to com- coming out the other side okay again and turning my life around and starting a family and um, basically enjoying myself again. Not that I didn't enjoy myself over the years. I, I had a good time travelling the world, but. Um, Obviously, I did one or two naughty things, and uh, obviously that's where I got a bad reputation. But uh, hopefully, I've turned it around in the last uh, fifteen, twenty years, and um, completely changed my life around. So that's basically, basically, basically what my story is about. How, how I've changed it. How I've changed as a person and changed and turned my life around. Because mm. it could have got worse and worse. Could have got worse and worse. Interesting word, listeners, that Gary's used there, hopefully. That's that's a sign of his modesty because he has turned it around and the contributions that he makes, the positive role model he's become in uh, the local and I think it's fair to say national community and obviously the remit of, you know, mastering the game of life and our uh, people-centred approach of world game changes is, is global, it's international. People like Gary are absolutely at the front of our movement, uh, our community, for the selfless but courageous way that 
he modestly portrays himself. And, 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 and please allow me to give you, a, you know, a bit more of an insight around this amazing story. Obviously, Gary's touched upon that with, you know, his football exploits, the, you know, the hooliganism, the violence, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, that thin line, that thin line in life that, you know, sometimes we can just fall the wrong side of it for whatever reason. And um, what I love about this, this, this story this story. I mean, one, forget the fact that Gary and I come from the same hometown. It's a very kind of similar, a similar journey through various uh, paths. There was a film out in 1938 with Jimmy Cagney and Humphrey Bogart called Angels with Dirty Faces. And what comes through right along me about Gary's story is, is exactly that. Um, Gary, are you aware of that film, Angels with Dirty Faces? I've heard of it. I've probably seen it. Uh, I know. I know it's a black and white old film. I've mm. probably seen it back in the day. But um, uh, it's a bit of a gangster. Was he a gangster, James yeah. Cagney? Yeah. yeah. Well, he always played the gangster. Yeah. 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 Um, I'll have to watch it again to uh, get. Uh, yeah. I, I, I can remember as a kid, I'd be watching it black in black. I remember being in black and white. So. Um, Mm. But I can't recollect what, what, what the true moral of the story is, to be honest with you, but I'll have to have a catch-up on that one. Yeah, and, and, and their listeners, Gary's introduced us, I think, quite nicely into the moral of the story, because I think it's worth taking a couple of minutes to share the moral of that story, because it is beyond powerful in life generally. And certainly when, you know, the conversations that Gary and I have privately and publicly in podcasts, you know, you know, as I say, it's an excellent chapter in the book, there are seasons before us. It's it's worth reiterating what the moral of the story is. So Jimmy Cagney plays the proverbial gangster, as you know, as nine times out of ten he does in these old American films. And one of the guys, as, as a kid that was growing up with him, was a guy who went on to become a priest. So you got you know you got Cagney the bad boy, and you've got his mate uh, Pat O'Brien, I think it was, the gangster, um, who played the, the good boy, the priest. So anyway, there's one thing leads to another, and they go one goes left, one goes right, paths in life, completely different. But they never lose their friendship because there were two kids growing up, you know, over the years. And what happens? I think it's actually a robbery that Cagney gets involved with, and he um, he gets sentenced basically to the death sentence. And yeah. the priest says to him, the, the condemned man Cagney. Right, I want you to do me a favour. I want you to do, as you're going to sort of leave this life, this human life, with your execution, and when you go to the the execution, I want you to break down and I want you to cry like a child. Because all these young kids are looking at you and glorifying this cancer, this, this life of violence and darkness, and he said it's not right. They hold you as some kind of superhero, and he said you need to show them that this is this dark path is not the right way in life. And Cagney, with his pride, said, "I can't do it. I cannot do it. I will not do it." You know, I've, I've always felt adversity. I've looked like straight in the eye, and I'm not going to back down now. So they're having this kind of conversation, and it shows you right at the end where uh, he's been taken out to, you know, for his death. And the priest looks across at him and says, please, please do it. And all these kids are sort of saying, you know, my hero, my hero, my hero. And right, right, right at the last second, 
Cagney breaks down and he puts this act on and he cries like a little baby. Oh, please forgive me. I'm so sorry. And all the kids are like, all their illusion, he's some kind of superhero. It's shattered. Um, but the moral of that is, you know, what he did there was he turned them away from that glorification. Yeah. Yeah, good life and all this stuff. It's a fantastic story, and, and yeah. rightly or wrongly, Gary, since you know our brief time together, and it's less than a year, but I think it, the time fact is not really relevant. It's the depth of any um, relationship that really matters. Isn't it? And what stuck with my mind is is actually you know, not your sentence to execution, thank God, but you know, the fact that you've done the same kind of thing, you've gone out there courageously now, you put it in writing as well, you've done it on podcasts, you know, you wore your heart on your sleeve to say, you know what, world, we all make mistakes and I've made some big ones, but that's past, I've took the learning and it's yeah. that learning that I'm going to implement into my young son and the community and anybody else. Um, does that all make sense, Gary? Of course it does, yeah, of course it does. Um... Obviously, um, it, it, the film, because uh, I used to uh, obviously got a lot of school friends and um, uh, I went, they were different, they, they've obviously led normal straight lives and um, they're good guys and I used to play cricket with them, football with them, you know, and we all left school together and we used to be drinking together when we first left school, but I took I took the, um, the football, so not the, they took, they went football still, but I took the uh, wrong path. Down like that, and in the last few years, we um, we've all come back together, and we all go out drinking together again. We all go down to the football together, and we all got season tickets near each other, and I hang around with my schoolmates again. So it's gone full circle mm. from uh, being being at school with them. Then I let, I went down that path, and they they chose the right path in life. I'm not saying I chose the wrong, but I did in certain ways. I mean, I, don't get me wrong, <clears throat> I've had good times. I've got good friends through the football. I met well, well the football. I want to met half the people around the world that I know. And, and I'm not saying everyone's bad. You know, I've got some very good friends, business people. You know, we all we all we all did a bit of that in the early years, and they they chose that they turned their lives around a bit quicker than what I did. They all had a, a bit of a, a go at it, and then the, but I've got it took a long time for me to get out of that way of life. And once you get in that way of life, it's like a drug; it's hard to get out of. And then eventually, eventually, I've turned it around, and I'm starting to hang around with my schoolmates again. Bit like uh, James Cagney in the film, a little bit where he's, he, he's turned his life around and he obviously went went back to the priest. And I've gone back to my schoolmates, yeah. um, and they're all normal, straight, you know, nice people. And I'm enjoying this part of my life again now, where I just go out and enjoy myself rather than getting in scrapes and s scraps, shall I say, around the world. Mm. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it, it, like I say. Um, you know, you can check, you can turn it round. You, you know, there's, no, there's time to turn it round. You know, I, I was in a bad place at some, at some points in my life, and uh, you can, if you put your mind to it, everyone can do it. You know, and I, I, obviously, I, my son never got anywhere near that. Like that so I won't be very happy at all. And, and we're teaching the right path in life, and not that our, my parents didn't do that; they did do that. I think I, I rebelled at some point, anyway. But um, you know. <laughs> I don't want people. You don't want people to, to get in this way, that way of life that I did. You don't want to see it. So hopefully, people will live and learn. So. Yeah. So interesting title, Gary. I mean, obviously, to to you and I, there are seasons before us has got an obvious connotation, hasn't it? It's one of the old forest songs, and 
but to the listener, you know, there's more than just uh, there's a deeper meaning, isn't there? You know, there are seasons before us down through history. Well, yeah. that's a great metaphor for, isn't it? It's been in life, and whatever's gone, you know, whether we won the league last year, the cup, or whatever we did in life, whether it was a football mm. team or a person, it's the past, it's over. You know, no more different now with the present situation. Obviously, at the time of recording this, that, you know, yeah. it's out on the playoffs, but it's history, it's over, it's finished. Whatever it was, yeah. whatever it was, take the learning from it and move on. And I think, that's really the underlying message, is it not, around your story that the past yeah. let it go and focus on on the here and now and that will determine what's going to happen in the future. Yeah, uh, spot on with that. Yeah, the seasons before us and uh, it's new seasons and we're, that's all history and uh, it's, it's been, like you say, it's been written in written in, well documented on TV, books, loads of books and TV and documentaries about, about my past life and now it's a new chapter in my life and it's uh, the season's ahead of us now and uh, this book, this book, I've just, this chapter I've just done the book is a li- little bit about how I've turned my life around and obviously we spoke about my past, my past history and uh, it's a new leaf, I've, I've turned over a new leaf, it's a new, ch- it's a new chapter in my life that's we're starting now. Yeah. And you know, I can say, listeners, um, I suppose as the co creator of the book, I'm bound to say this in many respects, but it truly is an amazing book of, as I've said, 20 global co authors, very, very, very diverse stories from some really deeply spiritual people to somewhere, you know, that yeah. there is no right, there is no wrong, there's no judgment on this because we're all unique, we've all got our own stories to tell. And that's what this book does. It captures the diversity of and the reality of life, whether we live in America or Australia, whether we're in Europe, because we've got representation in the book from co-authors from, from all those countries and more. So, uh, yeah. Okay, Gary, I want to thank you very, very much as ever. I'd, I'd, I'd just like to say I'm really, really looking forward to the book myself. There's 20 amazing stories in there. From people like you say, Paul, from all over the world, USA, Denmark, Nottingham. There's besides myself, another couple of Nottingham stories in there, and I'm really, really looking forward to reading everybody else's um, chapter. So it's going to be an amazing book. Absolutely. So there we have it, listeners. Gratitude to Gary Clark from Nottingham, England, and uh, maybe I mean I normally sign off by saying. Um, Remember, mastering the game of life starts by embracing our hearts. So you can say, I've actually just signed up because I've just said it. I actually want to go beyond that and say, just leave you with this thought. We've already spoken about it, Gary and I have. Just those few words around, do you know any angels with dirty faces? Just ask yourself that question because it's so easy for us as human beings to jump in and judge without knowing the full picture why he or she is doing that, did that. And uh, I think that Angels With Dirty Faces is a great way to, to bring this podcast to a close. Thanks very much for listening to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode. If you found it interesting and helpful, drop a line to Paul via paul at paul-low.com with any thoughts or questions you may have. He'd love to hear from you and he'd be more than happy to respond. Alternatively, check out Paul's website at 
paul-low.com. Remember, mastering the game of life starts by embracing our hearts.